0: Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Buzz Podcast. We're so happy that you're joining us uh, today during this uh, break time. Uh, I am Father Daniele, and I'm joined as always by my podcast family, Josh <laughs> Sullivan and like Matt it. Van Milligan. How are you guys? Hello, yeah, good. Well. So we're in that week between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And yeah. Like, do you guys have like any New Year's uh, resolutions or? I, see, I, for I the actually, future? I like to try to
1: start my New Year's resolutions before New Year's, like around the 28th, 29th, only because then I feel like I'm like not in, I'm rebelling. I'm rebelling by starting my New Year's traditions earlier than everyone else does. Do you That's, give up on them uh, No, the but New Year's Eve? <laughs>
2: I'm, I, I'm the exact opposite. Okay. So, like, I, I I wait for Lent because I'm not gonna do Lent twice. I'm uh, not gonna yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna start Lent on January first. That is so yeah. smart. Yeah. Like yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we are looking forward to a, a, a new year, 2022. I know. Um, How many times are you gonna have to scratch out
1: 2021? I mean, yeah. I'm still writing 2001, 2000, like 1990, <laughs> Nineteen, 1990 yeah. yeah. Sorry with the 90s. I, I, yeah. I did that the other day. Who oh, are you kidding? <laughs> How often
0: do you actually write the date anymore? Print the date. Yeah, well, hey? you know, yeah. Or, or sometimes you oh. do. You do like I, I
1: gotta sign a bunch of kids, you know, kids stuff. Whenever you have to prove that the kid's yours, you have to remember the birthday. Oh uh, yeah, you know, like yes, so, so you yes. have
0: to, you have to, yeah.
1: Every time, and it comes. I had to do it for something. I don't know. Anyways.
0: Um, Okay, so this past weekend, you know, we uh, celebrated Christmas. We celebrate uh, the Feast of the Holy Family on Sunday. So Mm back-to-back celebrations this past week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mm -hmm. lots of church this weekend. And I hope it was uh, very uh, fulfilling spiritually for both of you. I know it Mm -hmm. was for me. So we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family. And today, we're going to talk about... The Holy Family, but also families, right? <laughs> which is which is so uh, difficult. Yeah, you, you might get that oh, this feeling when we when we talk about it because, you know, just looking at this model of the Holy Family, you got Joseph, Mary and Jesus. So you got mom, dad and son. Yeah. Right. So mom, dad, child. That is is not what the family looks like anymore today. Often, often <laughs> yeah. Oftentimes. Right. Families are mixed and families uh, are all over the place in terms of what, what, a, what a typical family looks like. I guess there's no typical anymore, but that doesn't negate or that doesn't make us, you know, move away from looking to the holy family for strength. Looking to the holy family as a model of families, because, you know, the interrelationship between mom, dad, child, the prayer, the holiness between, you know, you just look at Mary, Joseph, Jesus as individuals. Yeah. And then you put them together, yeah. it's like, you know, the family of families.
1: I, I think, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's It's the model family. It's, right? the, model it's the model family. family. And where, whereas you might not have the brother-sister relationship, mm-hmm. I think one of the comedians talk about, like, you know, having just one single kid as a parent doesn't qualify you as a parent only because, like, when the lamp's broken in the room, you knew who did it. <laughs> you have to have at least two or three kids because then you know you walk in, you you have to figure that I one have out. To figure it out. Uh, but but it is it is the model family, and and I think it's the model family because a big part of family is not necessarily sibling relationship, but more mom, dad, and child relationship and the way that you have that relationship with the kids and and to each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you you look at like St. Joseph. I know we talked a lot about St. Joseph last year because it was the year of St. Joseph. You know, you look at him who's called to be the father of this family, mm-hmm. right? He hears and, and he got this uh, this vision in a dream of what's happening. He cares for Mary. He protects Mary. He watches over Jesus, all these different things. That's Joseph. Then there's Mary, who's, you know, what, 14 years old, yeah, is told this news that she's going to be the mother of God, um, accepts God's plan for her is the caring, loving, nurturing mother to Jesus? Yeah. Then of course there's Jesus who's a know, troublemaker. We could, say, <laughs> we could we could say so much uh, about Jesus, but you're right all together, they make sort of the model uh, of families, the, the, mm-hmm. the model of our families. But they they also have a role, um, they, have, they have this relationship between each other that makes each other sort of succeed. I don't know if yeah. that's the right word mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. I, th- I think it's important. Flourish to is to what flourish. I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think it's important to look at, like the, God gives us that example, but do you notice that Jesus' whole story doesn't revolve around his actual family? Meaning, in, in a way, I mean, Jesus does Jesus' story has certain relationships with his family. He obviously starts off, and then we have him at 12 years old. And then throughout life, we have his relationship with his mother a little bit here and there, and we yeah. see her up to the cross. We don't hear a lot about Joseph. We talk about maybe maybe he passed away when he because he was older or whatever the case may be. But we don't have a lot of that relationship going on. Jesus' ministry wasn't just about his family, right? So his, his life outside, his faith was outside of his family, if right. that makes sense. However, he got his start.
2: From his family,
0: yeah, and that's like the go to back, you know, yeah. like your sort of haven, your home,
2: yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think uh, we were talking last week about kind of the, the unlikely circumstances that you know God entered the world, that you yeah. would kind of expect this kind of God not being dependent, God not having these kind of like human needs, but you know, the fact that you know that Christ is fully man, Christ had to learn all kinds of things, Christ had to be taken care of as a baby, as a child, yeah. that, um. On the one hand, um, it's, you have the fi- family dynamic as the context for the incarnation, which I think is—that that itself is pretty, pretty significant or pretty, mm-hmm. pretty mind-blowing. Um, but the fact that, you know, Jesus himself, um, you know, uh, submitted to Joseph as a parent when, you know, Jesus is God, like mm-hmm, submitted mm-hmm. to, you know, the teaching of his parents— um, the who, discipline, if you yeah, will, who, not it, not discipline. You know I mean? Yeah, was yeah. yeah. discipline? I imagine dis- sin, dis- discipline was pretty light in, <laughs> in, in that house. But um.
1: <laughs> imagine being being Saint Joseph. I gotta just say this. Imagine being Saint Joseph in the relationship with Jesus and Mary. The only person who sins in that house is you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
1: that would really suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like like nowadays, be like you're the only one that has to go to confession. <laughs> Anyways,
0: yeah. So um, yeah, you're absolutely right. And and so today, when we look at families, you know, this past weekend, you, you know, you you kind of as a priest, you give homily, trying to give people hope for to look to the to, to the Holy Family as a model. Mm-hmm. But people's situation, we know that life is very messy. People's situations are not like the Holy Family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. where do people? I I we what we don't want is p- for people to look at their family. And and feel bad. No, of I course mean, not. Because w- um, just like we strive in our lives to live holy lives like Jesus, yeah. So we strive in our families to live like the holy family. It's it doesn't always happen, and and situations are beyond our control. Life's moments get get very. It- No, no. It's hard to say that this is
1: what a family is, or this is what a family should look like, especially nowadays. Right.
0: Um. And that's not what we're trying to do here. We're not trying to say this is what a family should look like.
1: No, no. But this is. But there's. I think there's aspects and parts of relationships in the Holy Family that that are healthy, that are good, and are that are the design that God created for us to be. Exactly. And so when I when you look at you look at like I love Saint Joseph, and part of that is because I'm a father, um, and maybe as I become more. Uh, as I become older and I identify as uh, a man and, and striving to be a father, a man of God and that kind of stuff. Um, St. Joseph doesn't say a single word in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the fact that he does like just kind of gives you an idea of who he is. He doesn't have anything to say. He doesn't say anything. But his experience, every time he's mentioned in the Bible, he is doing, he is sacrificing for his family. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? As a father. As a, you know, as the head of his house. Um, so the very first one, he is taking Mary on. She's taking on a pregnant uh, woman. He has to have full faith in God and in his spouse that this is what happens. I mean, you, again, I think everybody listening to the podcast can understand that that's a, a major amount of faith. Yeah. you yeah. Like, there are doubts there. There's got to be doubts in St. Joseph's mind. And what faith is, is going, acting on his faith, saying, yeah. no, I'm going to believe that this is what's happened. Yeah. This is what the truth is.
2: We 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 place a lot of em- and right, rightly so. We yeah. place a lot of emphasis on Mary's yes. yes, Mary's response to God's plan for her life, saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm on board." Yeah. Um, but we and, and we don't want to take anything away from that by noting that she she was given an extraordinary measure of grace. Yeah. Um, to to respond in that way, um, I think it's significant that Joseph yeah. not not you know receiving that that full measure of grace. Um, is able to respond in a similar way. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Like for, from everything. I'd like the four or five times, every time he's mentioned in the Bible, he is sacrificing. He's getting up. He's protecting. He's sacrificing. He's doing that. Mary is the first Christian, right? Mm-hmm. She's the first one to say yes and give her life to Jesus, uh, fully yeah. and like physically and fully. And but but Joseph is the second. Joseph is the second Christian, and he's doing it with original sin. He's doing it with the struggles that come with being fully man. Um, you know, and so it's kind of, he's a, he's a great role model to have that way. Um, it's
2: true. And to what you were saying earlier that like, it shouldn't be a source of discouragement. So like no. if, if we're looking to the Holy family as, you know, an exemplar of what a family should be or what's, um, it's, it seems an unattainable standard. Yes, it's like, if you're looking at, you know, Mary as the model for, for motherhood or, or what motherhood should be again, you, you, you can't reach that height without, you know, receiving that full measure of grace. Jesus as the model child. If you're holding, you know, your your kids up to, you know, <laughs> the that as stand- a standard, that's impossible. But I, I find like, and what you were saying, like, it, part of it is because I am a father. Yeah, I find Saint you Joseph identify. a bit more relatable. Yeah. Um. But again, we, we can we can relate to the fact that, um, he yeah was, uh, was a sinful person, and you know yeah. still still o- overcame that, and the fact that he couldn't. You know, meet the standard of the the people in his own family mm-hmm. that he was given charge of. Yeah, um, that it's yeah, it, it it means all the more, or it's 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 that much uh, more encouraging rather yeah. than kind of discouraging.
0: So let's look at uh, some families today, right? So yeah. um, today we don't have mom dad. I mean, sure, there are families with mom and dad <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and kids. Uh, there are families with step parents yeah. and half siblings and step siblings. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, parents, single family homes, single parent uh, sing, uh, single-family mm. homes. Single-parent. Yeah. Single-parent homes, sorry. Uh, single, there, are, there are multi-family uh, homes. There are multi-family <laughs> homes. Yeah. Uh, you have a single-family home. Yeah, right? I do. <laughs> I have a single-family <laughs> home. Yeah. yeah, one
1: home in my family. One home. Yeah, uh, one, one family in my home. Also, sorry.
0: grandparents raise... Kids, yeah, or kids, it, kids yeah. in foster care, right? So those are situations that families are in. Then there are um, there are some levels of relationships, right? Like So there are some people in the family who practice faith, some people who don't practice faith. Mm-hmm. There are parents who practice and kids who don't or kids who don't believe or grandchildren who don't believe. Then some families, there's kids who believe mm-hmm. and, and parents who don't. Um, in maybe in marriages, there's one spouse who's devout and one who's not, right? There's all these situations that go on uh, within families. So there's there's lots of things that prevent us or seem like obstacles from us living up to what the Holy Family calls us to to live like, right? Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk about those situations a little bit, but. I want to st- I want to also start this in the context of with a little bit of controversy because yeah. uh, every time you know I want to talk about St Paul because St Paul's letter to the Ephesians um you know every time we read it in church it's such like a cringe-worthy moment right <laughs> like people just hate this There's- part
1: of St. Paul. Th- this writings. is where, where St. Paul tells husbands and wives what they're supposed to do. You got it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> Ephesians. I,
1: I got to be honest. I am very guilty of always elbowing my El- wife. Yeah, it's the elbow <laughs> reading. It's the elbow <laughs> reading. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And it's uh, Ephesians chapter five, and and here it is. I'm just going to read it. Okay. So verse twenty one, chapter five. Um, be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, be subject to your husbands, as you are to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, just as Christ is the head of the church, the body of which he is the Savior. Just as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives ought to be in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, in order to make her holy by cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. So as to present the church to himself in splendor, without a spot or wrinkle or anything of the kind. Yes, so that she may be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as they do their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hates his own body, but he nourishes and tenderly cares for it, just as Christ does for the church. And then it continues, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh, right? Um,
1: I think it's important to note right there. So if we're going with what it says, husbands are the head, wives are the body. It's There's a very important distinction. I've never seen a headless human, mm-hmm. and I've never seen a bodiless head survive. Right. does that make sense like so it's christ is not saying one is above the other or one is in control or one has like be subservient in this in the way yeah. of exactly your servant and this is your master yeah christ is not saying or paul saint paul's not saying that in any way here the head and the body have to work together right the head has a different responsibility than the body does right the body has has just as important organs if you get hit in the brain or get hit in the heart you're dead <laughs> right but they have different roles and different responsibilities and it's, he's not necessarily pointing out like the body and the heart and the head and the mind and all that kind of stuff saying oh men are smart or anything that's not what this is two different roles two different responsibilities two totally different gifts yeah. coming together to form one being yeah. so and
2: and I think a, a lot of it, it's almost impossible to have a conversation about this because it, it, it's so packaged in a lot of these sort of he- uh, hegemonic way that people want to have this discussion yeah. that you know th- this is this is an illustration of power dynamics and it's yeah. just it's just not yeah. um, and, <laughs> and 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 uh, y- you can kind of get a sense of you know um, Uh, whether or not these are the terms that someone wants to have this discussion on based on what part they quote. Because quoting the whole section, it it makes a lot more sense than people who just want to jump right to the, you know, wives submit to your husbands. Um, Or that, that either being the, you know, um, the husband putting that forward as you know I'm the decision making uh, yeah, yeah. like and just <laughs> good which luck is, with that yeah yeah
1: <laughs> really hard for that str- head to move without the body <laughs> a strategic
2: mistake you shouldn't be the one making decisions um, or you know on the other uh, other hand that it's like okay this is this is why. But there's a problem with the Bible, but like where it actually starts is be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ like that. Yeah, is, that's there's the, that's a the mutual, purpose. <laughs> a mutual submission that is needs to be the starting point of, yeah. of this whole discussion and even echoing back to what Jesus said, the greatest among you will be as one who serves. That it's not this isn't to be understood in terms of, you know, power dynamics and no. who's in charge yeah, and yeah. um whatever. And there's also, again, not to kind of fully geek out about the, the language study stuff, but um, I believe this was a written, uh, originally written in Greek, um, and the way that you know punctuation uh, is treated—that we have these as kind of separate sections, like be different subject sentences, to one another. different yes. thoughts. Whereas you know th- there would be the, w- the way to, that it was read, that um, that be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. That that would be a continuation of that idea: wives to your husbands, husbands love your wives. That you know it's not as though no, you know you have to be subject just just women to men right. yeah. and then men it have part and then have some other on, responsibilities let's talk about men. Yeah. but when it is talking about the responsibilities of men that is like okay if the analogy here is that as Christ loves the church what did Christ do <laughs> he gave up absolutely everything That's he right. gave up his claim to power he gave up his claim he to he died yeah. he suffered he yeah. he yeah yeah, yeah. exactly he, the way he served the church was yeah.
1: by being the lowest, yeah. by getting on his hands and knees and washing the
0: feet, right. and being subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. Really means, you know, acknowledging the dignity in in, in each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Out of reverence for Christ, Christ gave us so much. He gave us Himself, and God has also placed certain people in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when when you talk about vocation, you talk about uh, marriage or all those things. You know, we're really hoping that. Uh, we've we've prayed for our partner <laughs> we, yeah. we, so acknowledging our spouse's dignity acknowledging our family's dignity is key when we're when we're looking towards modeling the holy family doesn't matter what situation we're in you know we mentioned all those different situations that families can be can be in. and just because I know you guys are fathers of uh, four children yeah this is a good uh, this is a good uh, part for you <laughs> chapter six children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right I yeah. hold on. Yeah. Okay, this, honor we're your not... father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise so that it may be well with you and you may live long on earth.
1: This is this is a good yeah. I use this as a threat. Yeah, it, but the it can, the it continues,
0: starts, we're yeah, not, we're not allowed to, to provoke. Okay. Yeah, And fathers.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I always get hit with this.
0: <laughs> do not provoke your children to anger, uh-huh. but bring them up. In the instruction of the Lord, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Don't provoke your children. No, no, don't, don't provoke them. Don't provoke them. Okay. So what happens? So now we've put this in context. Yeah. I just wanted to say that's a a very important part for me,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that children obey your parents and not for the reason that I'm a parent now, but because Christ, uh, shows this as an example exactly and and, and, he, and like he he tells his mom like at the wedding of cain his first miracle he's like mom i'm not ready yet right and mary's like okay and looks over at, and says, like, do whatever he tells mom commands him to do it he is god but he like like you said he listens yeah. to joseph he listens to mary he but but he says no and then mom <laughs> parents the parent pushes him forward out of their comfort mm-hmm. zone out of their stuff and says no you're doing it yeah. and 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 jesus being obedient to his mother does it you know what i mean and 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 i mean part of that is no understanding that mary didn't ask him to do something that wasn't able to be done wasn't asking him to do you know but but had full confidence in him and was able and 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 pushed him to to start his miracle journey if that makes sense yeah like to start his uh, ministry
0: so yeah, yeah and and no this is the, this is the key to dealing with our families mm-hmm. yeah. right in any situation that you're in whether um you know it's a it's a wide divided family you know a lot of a lot of troubles are within the family right cuz oftentimes people kind of treat the ones that are closest to them the worst uh, yeah. a little bit yeah. in, in many ways right yeah. uh, but these are key to how we deal with our family out of reverence for each other honoring yeah. each other like right here and don't provoke each other respect like, honor don't exactly revolt. these are keys to to our dealings with 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 our families. I find most of the time now it could just be me because
1: I'm like this. But uh, if if I'm having problems with my family, however it is, I always have to take a step back. Whether it be my kids, my wife, uh, my siblings, my parents, you know, whatever the case may be. If I'm having problems with a family, I have to take a step back and check myself. It's like the whole like take take the log out of your own eye before you take the sliver out of somebody else's. Uh, and really, okay. And then I, I ask myself, is this something that's worth either getting into, arguing over, fighting about, whatever the case may be, or is this something that just, no, you know what, I, this, this doesn't have to be, I don't have to argue, or this doesn't have to be, you know, is, it, just, is
2: it possible that this is my hang up? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, take, take it back a step, and be, and then if, if I'm to approach this with love, and sometimes it is when I'm, when I'm dealing with an adult in a situation, I, I, I do turn around being like, how would I deal with it if this was my kid? you know what I mean if this was a if this was my child how do I deal with this different oh i'm a lot more forgiving patient and um you know that with with a child now maybe <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so because a, par- a, a child might need those experiences first but but sometimes handling those relationships with kid gloves if that makes sense on purpose and like with through love through patience through taking a step back am i dealing this wrong nope no, I think I'm doing this okay. Or I am doing this wrong. This is how I have to handle it. Okay, let's come back in and handle this on a different note. But keeping yourself in check, making sure you're mm-hmm. the one that's respecting, honoring, and doing that. And if you're doing that, then you can know with full rev- with full confidence maybe that whatever's thrown at you, it might hurt a little bit. And maybe that's more what I'm thinking of when I talk about kid gloves. Whatever they throw at me, if my kid says I hate you, they don't. Because that last part of that little thing, where you know they might not live long on Earth, uh, but <laughs> no, but if, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but if they, if they if they say if but but like if the kid was to say something mean, it doesn't really yeah. hurt you. Whereas in like if 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 a brother or a sister or a wife was to say something like that, it could hurt a little bit deeper. But you know, so if I handle that more like okay, what's going on here? No, okay, and handle back into the situation. I find a lot of times the situation revolves itself resolves itself a lot easier. Yeah.
0: You know? so Yeah, absolutely. And, and th- th- honestly, I, I, I agree with you that uh, this is key for any relationship. You know, oftentimes the fights we have with people are reactionary. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we take things very personally about like, so, you know, our feelings are hurt or whatever it might Even be. Even if it's about faith. Like, you're attacking my faith so yeah. it's
1: personal. So I have to be defensive. And they'd be like, well, wait, wait. Do I have to be? No. If, again, if if this is different, if this was a different person, how would I handle this differently? You know? Yeah. But it is sometimes, and a lot of times, it's it's backed relationship, right? I think it's, it's emotion. It's it's thirty years or fifty years or you know seventy years of experience with this person, relationship with this person that makes you jump to a certain conclusion or a certain way of reacting or a certain way of doing it that doesn't need to happen. I mean, you. It's it's human. It's it's humane. It's 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 instinct sometimes, but. Take a check. Yeah, check yourself because you're called to be above that. Yeah. That right there.
2: And just to tie back to what you were saying earlier about the, that, you know, we do have this call to be holy. We have this yeah. call to perfection. We have a standard of perfection that we can look to and hope to emulate. Um, but real life is messy. Yeah, that yeah. family situations are messy. That you know uh, there are situations there are relationships where you know you you can't uh, the thing that's broken. Isn't easily fixed, or is is something that's rooted in years, or you know, just of of, of insecurities, of you know, uh, yeah. uh, um, unhealthy relationships that you know, people people can be easily provoked. Um, so that, and again, um, looking at the uh, uh, the range of family situations, that sometimes the context for these these discussions or the context for these. Um, in these situations, are you know kind of broken in the first place, and you know that's again that that was my experience, kind of yeah. growing up. That yeah. it's like um, uh, part of the appeal of Catholicism, or part of the um, uh, one one of the draws was that you know there is uh, family is a thing, and it's not just a you know choose your own adventure, you're free to invent <laughs> you know whatever kind yeah. of family yeah, situation yeah. you want. But that there is there is there is a model. There is a standard to aim for, again, with a recognition that sin is in the world. That, you know, there there is... Things happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think what I have, I have the greatest respect, I think, probably for single parents. Because when you're talking about this kind of stuff, I do use, like, I use my wife, I use my spouse quite often to keep me in check, whether it be parenting or whether it be with other relationships, like other people outside. Like... I use, I lean on my wife quite heavily. Okay, did I, am I okay to say this? Or am I okay? Or like, is this me being grumpy because I haven't eaten or I haven't slept or something? Or is this, you know, I can check with my wife and my wife can be honest with me and check and check. But you do that with family too. Family can be honest. The only people that can be honest, I'll do that with my siblings too. Okay, am I right about this? And I expect my family to be completely honest with me. Um, but those, those, those people that are in other types of situations, family, like single parents, who do you lean on? You have to start building yourself a community mm-hmm. that that supports your faith, supports your belief, um, so that you can raise these kids. And then maybe that is getting grandparents involved. Maybe that's getting church community involved. That's getting involved in your church community more. Like, you know, you have to have those backgrounds and that you. And, and even in and in, in, uh, multi multi-family homes, uh, <laughs> in, 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 with, with with different aspects, step parents and all that kind of stuff being on the same page when it comes to faith is 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 really will make things easier. <laughs> if you're not, you've got to pray about that and you've got to enter into some discussions and, and, and just have clear-cut boundaries of where is this, where this is going. And that if this is important to you, if faith is important to you, then then this is what you need in this relationship in order to kind of this is what the kids need. This is what this need, you know. Have those open conversations.
0: So keys here to yeah. any situation with a family, right? So whether it's friendships or we're talking family specifically today, yeah. we're looking at the Holy Family. So each individuals yeah. are are working sort of together, yeah. right? Uh, so that one another, so that each other flourishes in, in yeah. each other's role. And what we can learn from the Holy Family are these things we learned from St. Paul's controversial That's right. text, right? Respect respect yeah. don't provoke people they, nope. these are so these are solid um, <laughs> tips for any family don't provoke people uh, you know um, this is the sibling one don't I think, more pain than anything. In the yeah, yeah yeah I mean it is a parent one but it is a thing for siblings too S- teasing. sometimes we tease well yeah, yes, and, and teasing goes beyond a certain point i think mm-hmm, you know that's right don't provoke people because then it it just it goes nowhere it's not good um, you know, St. Paul is, is using some wisdom here. So we're, it's and really that boils, boils down to respect. Yeah. Okay. Respect the person. Um, honor. We're talking about honoring parents. So how do we honor our spouse? How do we honor our children? How do we honor our stepchildren? How do we honor our grandchildren? Whatever it might be. Right. Um, in all situations, even if we disagree with them, there's a mm-hmm. way of doing it with honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know,
1: I think that Look speaks at, volumes actually now that you say that like yeah. I think of I, I think of honor as like uh, cuz I'm old school and and knight and, and honor of the round table kind of thing but like is is like how would how would a knight how would a man of honor handle this situation well you would never speak disgracefully about anybody Sure and that you honor like as an as a man of honor you would never speak you would never you would never put somebody down you would put their worth and their uh give them the best uh, best foot forward or like like mm. Suggest that this is probably how they meant it, versus taking it the wrong way. You yeah, know what I mean, like you would always to honor somebody would be to think that they have your best interest at heart, or that they always meant the best thing, never to put their worst case scenario forward. You know, like that right. kind of stuff. It's coming kind in. Of, yeah. yeah,
0: which which leads to the next one, which is uh, which is uh, reverence. Mm. Reverence for each other means, in a way, it's it's loving each other. Yeah, right. It is. Yeah, and um, we do this with reverence for each other. It's it's seen in each other each other's dignity, mm-hmm. right? But like you said too, it's it's it has all these things encompassed. It's like not provoking each other, not trying to bother each other, not speaking ill of each other, it's not thinking one. the worst mm-hmm. of each yeah, other yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like those are all things that are included <laughs> yeah. in in reverence for one another, like we do for Christ. With Christ, we look upon Jesus with hope. We look upon Jesus with, uh, um, with someone who will care for us, someone who wants the best for us, but we don't afford that To the people we're married to or the people we're living with or the people we're related to right there's always this thing and it starts with us you know i know there are situations in families that are just so tense um that people like people don't speak to each other people are divided and separated but all of us have to take a good look in our own heart you know it's nothing's ever ever, nothing's ever Mm one-sided and we need to see in each other we have to try and see in each other the good Mm -hmm. we have to have honest conversations with each other and not about each other experience. outside of those relationships.
1: I say, experience might have taught you too. Like trust is, it is something that trust is earned. Trust is, you know, and, and trust can be demolished in a relationship. If I trust Matt that he's not going to drop me, and he drops me six times out of seven, well, then I don't want to really want to trust Matt so much anymore. But it's it's not saying that yeah. it, that don't get Matt to hold you and yeah. to, to drop. You know yeah. what I mean? Like don't, don't trust him for that. But you can still honor, respect, and... You know, and like you could still, that relationships can still happen and flourish. You don't have to, you know, I don't know if, if the person's, you're worried about the person taking money from you or something. You don't have to put the person in a situation where they can take money. You sure. know what I mean? But that doesn't mean, that's not what it is. But it does mean that you're still honoring, loving, respecting that person
0: um, and showing
1: them reverence. Like that, And the last one I'm going to say yes.
0: is prayer. We're not going to yeah, no succeed anywhere without prayer. Yeah. Right? Like, um... If we're not praying for our family, I know grandparents, I, I feel their pain when they say, I pray for my my grandkids, and they just don't go to church anymore and all these things. Yeah, yeah. Keep praying for them. Um, you know, the right time comes where their heart is ready. God is still preparing their heart. You know, God is still working on their heart. The time is coming when they're going to be more open to hearing the word than they are right now. Keep praying for them. Nice. and.
1: I promise if you if you are the one to show them the love, reverence, honor and everything else in their life. They don't get that on a regular basis. Exactly. People don't get that on a regular basis. But if you show them that person, you are the person that they're going to go yeah. to 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 ask these questions and ask how to be a good person, how because you are that model for them.
2: And sometimes when you like mm-hmm. uh you want to say that prayer is your only option. Sometimes when we're talking about kind of broken or wounded situations that like if you've done every if, if you've taken every step to mend bridges, that um, you know, uh, prayer is a way that you cannot give up on someone. Yes. That is like a lot of these broken people. situations are the result of people giving up. That is, you know, if it that's right. Quote yeah. the the second most popular wedding passage mm-hmm. besides the Ephesians one. The, the, the Corinthians where it said like love never love fails. Never ends. Like yeah. that it, it it doesn't it doesn't give up on the person. And you know when sometimes that's your only. That's your only option for honoring them, for, um, you know, uh, recognizing their dignity, for showing them respect that, you know, you don't have an open line of communication with this person. You can always pray for someone. You can always hold them up that way.
0: And speaking of prayer, this is the whole point is this is why we rely on the Holy Family, right? We we look to the model of Mary. We look to the model of Joseph. We yeah. look to, to to Jesus. We we look to their model of being someone that we can pray for their intercession to help us in our families. Mary, you know, we this is a whole other episode to reflect on. Mary had sorrows. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Mary had um, some times. she was at, Sorrows. It's yeah. a, like in the scripture it says she pondered these things in her heart. You know, you Sword feel the mother's heart ache yeah, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Joseph, Joseph, like. Was was surprised on many levels. Hearing these things and seeing these things in dreams and watching his son grow up and and accompanying Mary while she's pregnant and he's trying to piece all these things together, and he does it out of love for her, out of love for God. He does it out of reverence for God. He does it out of reverence for her. You know, he does it out of respect for her and respect for God. These are people we should be praying for their intercession for. Yeah. You know, like like you said at the beginning of the episode. You know, Joseph. Was with original sin, Mary wasn't. Yeah, you know. So Mary was full of grace, right? Uh, Joseph wasn't. Both of them succeeded in yeah. w- in in being part of this holy family. Both of them um, are good people. Or Joseph especially, who didn't have that. Yeah. Extra, extra grace. Extra grace. I don't. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say extra grace, but you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like that one foot forward or yeah, that. Yeah. You know, he didn't have it. Like he 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 just had to trust. And so we gotta we gotta pray for that intercession. We gotta pray for that help and. Uh, We gotta pray for uh, an end to this episode because we've gone really out of time. (laughs) But this is the whole point, right? Those those are key. Let's let's review them: respect, reverence, um, uh, honor, honor, yeah, yeah, love, and most importantly, prayer. prayer. We're praying for our families. We're praying for the help of the Holy Family. So God bless you guys and your families, and God bless everyone uh, and their families who are uh, watching or listening uh, today to this episode. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, as I know I always hate to say this but I'm going to say it anyways I'll see you guys next year yeah Yeah. (laughs) you like that one (laughs) anyways for Josh Sullivan and Matt Ben Milligan my name is Father Daniele with the horrible jokes and we will see you next year on the the Catholic Buzz